Is this the beginning of the end for NAR? Earlier this week on Monday, Redfin announced that they are leaving the National Association of Realtors and they're instructing all of their agents and brokers to do the same in markets where they can. Does this mean that this is the end of NAR? And here's what you need to know as an agent. The Massive Agent Podcast. We lead generation tips and strategies to get you more leads and sell more homes. I love to buy houses. I like to sell houses. It takes brass balls to sell real estate. Wait a minute. The leads are weak. You're weak. I've had better. Oh, have I got your attention now? Here's your host, Dustin Brome. What is up, guys? Welcome to episode 302 of the Massive Agent Podcast. I am your host, Dustin Brome, here in Salt Lake City, Utah, where it just freaking snowed in the mountains anyways. It just snowed for the first time this year, uh, which is pretty awesome. So this is fall. This is this is what happens here in Salt Lake. You guys that are in Florida or Arizona, we have this thing here called autumn. It's actually quite nice and pleasant, and the colors change on the trees, and sometimes it gets cold and snowy, and it's the fucking best. So anyways, welcome to the show, guys. I get asked a lot uh, uh, what I think about NAR, and on social media, I've been pretty outspoken that I'm not a big fan of the National Association of Realtors. At, at least, I'm not a fan of being forced to pay their dues. I, I understand if we cho- if we had the choice to join the organization, I'm all for it. I would not, but I might actually contribute towards the lobbying and the advocacy because I think that they do a lot of great work for property ownership rights and you know all of this stuff to protect and defend and further home ownership and property ownership and and favorable tax uh, tax laws for real estate owners and, and all that stuff. I get that. I just don't know what the hell else NAR does, except for apparently sexually harass people. Uh, I have no idea. So that's a problem. So I'm going to I'm going to talk about this today because on Monday of this week, Redfin announced a bombshell. They are leaving NAR. Now they can't do that everywhere, and I'll explain that in a minute. And this is again one of one of the beefs that I have with NAR, and it's a problem. So uh, we're going to dive into this here in just a second. And the reason that I'm talking about this today is. It's the well, first off, it's like it's the hot topic of the week for for agents. And I think it's important that we as professionals understand what the fuck is happening in our industry. We understand the perception of our industry from those who are not in it. And we need to know what's going on to consider ourselves a professional. And, uh, you know, this is all changing as is most the most everything in the world is changing, right? Like, show me something that hasn't changed dramatically or is in the middle of going through some big tumultuous changes right now. I can't think of anything except for toilet paper. Like that's pretty much been the same as long as I can remember. I mean, I mean, they print on it now. There's words and graphics on the toilet paper, but it's pretty much the same. Like what are they going to add another ply? Are we going to get six ply? I don't know. Maybe we should. I don't know. I digress. Before we jump into that, I need to applaud all of you guys that jumped on and took advantage of the lifetime memberships that we're offering for the Massive Agent Society. We were only offering it for last week. So if you're hearing this, that offer has now expired. We may bring it up again in the future, but I, I don't have any plans to currently. You want to know what's cool? We had, a, we had a bunch of people jump on this and take advantage, which is amazing. But you want to know who took advantage the most? Like dramatically more. I think like five to one. Do you know who really took advantage of the lifetime Massive Agent Society memberships? current members, you guys that were already agents who were already 
in the Massive Agent Society. You've already been a member for a month or two or three or nine, and you're like, you know what? Yes, I want more of this. That to me was amazing because it showed that we really are doing something special in the group. We do, we really do have a powerful program. We really are helping to drive growth and success and results in our industry. And I'd love to see that because if we weren't, we wouldn't have current members upgrading. They'd be, they'd be leaving. They'd be canceling, right? We had the opposite happen and that was really freaking cool to see. So uh, don't sleep on the Massive Agent Society. You can still join, but the lifetime membership option is gone as of right now. The next best thing, the next best, uh, the, the most affordable option would be the annual membership, which is going to save you a ton of money versus paying monthly. I, I realized this, you guys that took advantage of the lifetime, it, it was cheaper to join for a lifetime, one-time payment, nothing else to pay ever, including free tickets to future events we do, <clears throat> which we're going to do two society events next year, at least. But what's cool is you guys that jumped in just paying monthly, $297 a month, if you did that for a full year, you're actually paying more. Just by joining monthly and staying for a year, you're paying more than if you just jumped in as a lifetime member. So kudos to you guys. Okay, next. Uh, I'm right now today, as when this comes out Thursday, October 5th, I am speaking at EXPCon in Vegas. They actually gave me the mic by myself. Uh, so I'm doing a solo talk in front of EXPCon, uh, bright and early 9am, which I'm really excited about. And I'm doing a new talk I've never done before called overcoming the obstacles we, we give ourselves or that we create for ourselves. Yeah, overcome the obstacles that we create for ourselves. And I'm talking about the fitness journey that I had starting in late 2020 until now and and when it clicked for me and then how I've related that lesson to business and, and growth and all of that. So I'm really excited about that talk. Uh, speaking of talks, the next one that I'm going to be giving publicly is I'm actually going to be in Columbus, Ohio. So on November 8th, I'm going to be in Ohio for the first time. i I know that I was in Ohio when I was a kid. We went to went to some like Air and Space Museum, I think, in Dayton. I think it was in Dayton, Ohio. We went to some museums, but uh, haven't been back in Ohio as an adult. So November 8th, I'm going to be in Columbus, Ohio, doing an incredible event for world-class title. It's called the Marketing Mastery Brand Building Workshop. Here's what's super cool about this. Uh, world-class title has they're bringing in videographers, photographers. So everyone that shows up, and by the way, tickets are <clears throat> five bucks. Every, every agent that shows up is going to walk away with professional headshots, photos, and videos professionally done. And I'm going to be giving a talk about how to use all that stuff and on social media to grow your brand and get business and all that good stuff. So November 8th, if you're anywhere near Columbus, Ohio, go to massiveagentpodcast.com slash Columbus and grab your, your wildly expensive $5 ticket to that. It will sell out. I guarantee this will sell out. So if you're in, in Ohio, grab that and can't wait to meet you in Columbus. So let's jump into, well, before we get started, I... You guys that were at BAM camp a couple weeks ago, you know that BAM is onto something big. And, and here's what's cool. The the topic that I'm going to talk about today, I'm going to be quoting BAM quite a bit because they're, they're journalists, they're writers. They're actually doing an incredible job digging into breaking news in the industry. And like it, within, within a matter of minutes of breaking news, they're on it with a ton of detail. So BAM is like, it's it, they're not just... Bam is not just memes and jokes and you know how to make a great Instagram post. It, it's it's a real legit real estate media company. And what's what's crazy is 
the majority of the industry hasn't freaking figured it out yet. Now BAM.com is amazing. But what, what else they haven't figured out is BAMX, the community that takes like-minded, serious entrepreneurial agents, puts them all in one place, and BAMX has a bunch of online courses. You need to check out BAMX and use code MASSIVE at checkout to get a discount off of that. For as little as $10 a month, you could be joining one of the most powerful communities out there of like-minded agents and that their Facebook group is a great mastermind and collaboration of agents that are doing big shit. So that's pretty cool. Uh, so check out BAMX. And lastly, Keeping Current Matters is the tool that if there was ever a market where you need to understand how to communicate what's coming next and when people should be making certain choices, when they should not, and really understanding that for yourselves and how to communicate it, it's right now. And KCM has all of that information. They, they dumb it down. They break it down through graphics. I've never seen a better tool for understanding the market and how to communicate it to clients. It's a tool you need in your tool belt. And you can try it right now at trykcm.com slash BAM and use keep, Keeping Current Matters. Because guess what? All the top producers in your area, they're already using it. So you should probably you know take the hint there. Let's jump into the main topic of the day. NAR. NAR has been a thorn in the ass of agents for a long time. Here's the thing. All right. I, I'm obviously, this is my opinion. Now, the news story I'm, I'm about to share with you is fact, but my take on it is my opinion. You may disagree with it. All right. Because you have a dis different perspective. My perspective is my own. So it's, it's just that. So if you're interested in my perspective, here it is. I think NAR is a racket. I believe it is insane that in 2023, we are still forcing real estate agents to join the membership of NAR, which also means the state board and the local board, just so that, and here's, here's they're holding the MLS membership and in, in a lot of areas, key box access, they're holding that, ha uh, not handsome, they're holding it ransom so you must join NAR and the local boards to get access to the MLS. That's how it is here in Utah. That's how it is in, in Arizona and a lot of other major cities. And so that's a problem. I don't have, if I want to stay with my brokerage, I don't have a choice but to be an NAR member and to pay their protection money, to pay their freaking dues. So I have a problem with that. What happened earlier this year, about a month or so ago, when these sexual harassment allegations came out against the NAR president and all these other people and it, it widespread, like insane, right? That to me was just the straw that broke the camel's back. It was when I realized, okay, what the fuck are we paying them for? Here's, here's a lot of you guys, some of you guys that have been with, you've, you've been volunteers, you've been part of NAR before. Here's what I get from most people who have been part of NAR. If you had any idea what NAR does, you'd be you'd be wanting to pay them money. You'd be you'd be doubling how much you give them each year if you only knew. Okay. Let's let's take that at face value. If I only knew, then why the fuck aren't you telling agents what you do for God's sakes? Agents have no freaking idea what you do, NAR. We have no idea. Now, I know that NAR does a lot of advocacy. There's a lot of lobbying. And according to the research I did, $81.7 million was spent on federal lobbying last year by NAR. 80, um, let's call it $82 million. Okay. Awesome. 
I agree with that. We need that. We, we need that. So why can't we just have that and cut the rest? Why, why are we paying for all the other bullshit? Why are we paying for people to be sexually harassed? I don't understand it. What the hell else does NAR do outside of advocacy and lobbying aside from sell our freaking cell phone numbers to health insurance salespeople? What else do they do? Tell me. I, I, if, I, if I only knew, maybe I would want to be a part of NAR. But I don't know because NAR has no interest in educating, in, in showing what... I don't think they do anything else other than just this giant circle jerk. They, hundreds and hundreds of members at all these meetings and all that, they have to pay for that somehow. Why is any of that necessary? Why do they have to spend $45 million to, a, to an advertising agency just last year alone? Okay, They spend $82 million in 2022 on advocacy and lobbying. $45 million, more than half, was spent on one marketing agency to advertise realtors. The, the blue logo, okay, like redoing the logo. Remember that bullshit a couple of years ago? To me, it's a giant waste of money. So why can't we just keep the advocacy and the lobbying and cut the rest? Why can't we just round up and give $100 million to advocacy and then cut the rest? Why? What the hell else do they do besides sell my information to spammers that text me 14 times a day asking if I need health insurance? I'm all ears. I'm all ears. I've done research and I can't freaking find out. Yes, they do some events here or there, but for most people, they suck. For most agents that I know, for most of you guys, NAR events are just not an option to go to because they're so corporate and bland and boring and they freaking suck. They're just trying to please everybody so then they please nobody. That's a problem. So earlier this week, Monday, Redfin announced they are done with NAR. Now this is a big deal. Redfin has around... 1,800 agents. So Glenn Kelman, the founder and CEO of Redfin, announces it's done. It's um, two reasons. Redfin announced they they are leaving NAR because of policies requiring a fee for a buyer's agent compensation on every listing. Okay, agree or disagree? That's that's their reason. And then number two, NAR's pattern of sexual harassment. For them, after reading this article on BAM, that was the straw that broke the camel's back as well. So they, NAR, sorry, Redfin had a board seat on the National Association of Realtors. They were part of the NAR board. They left that in June because they realized we're paying, Redfin paid $13 million in dues since 2027, sorry, since 2017. And they're seeing no benefit to that for their members whatsoever. Redfin has decided they can't they can't implement changes from the inside. They can't influence changes. So they just want to be done. Here's the problem. Like I mentioned earlier, there's a lot of major cities, a lot of major markets where in order to have MLX asset, MLS access and, and key box access, you must be an NAR member. So Redfin has instructed their agents and brokers within their company to leave NAR as well in places where it's possible which is not everywhere, but in Seattle, according to this article, in Seattle, in Boston, and New York City, Redfin can leave NAR. So that supposedly, by just Redfin leaving NAR right now in the markets that they're able to without you know, cutting off the legs of, uh, of their agents, 
it's going to cost NAR is going to be losing a million dollars a year in in dues. I've asked my brokerage EXP why are we requiring NAR membership? Their response because the because that's how we get MLS access. I have a problem with that. Uh, being forced into a trade organization to me sucks when we have no transparency, we have no control, we have uh, they say we have control. We could always I'm told this all the time. Well, you can just join and volunteer and then, you know, your voice can be heard. Bullshit. When you have 47,000, I know it's not that many, but when you have hundreds and hundreds, like 800 different people all voting on different bullshit, like it's just so inflated. There's so much red tape. There's so much bloat, so much waste. It's insane. It just needs to be cut. And and the leadership at the top is the problem. Why aren't we getting rid of them? Hmm. Again, this is my opinion. But Redfin is leaving NAR, and that is not opinion. That is fact. So what is your what is in store for you in the future? Do you want to stay with NAR? If your brokerage, I want you to ask yourself, if your brokerage came out right now and told you, you know what? We have made it work, so you no longer need to be a member of NAR. It is now a choice. Would you? Would you stick around as an NAR member? Would you continue paying them dues? I would I would still continue contributing toward the advocacy for property rights and for uh, favorable tax uh, tax laws for property ownership and real estate investment and all that stuff. I agree with that. All the other bullshit, I, I, I'm not. So no, and, and why would I be a member of the local boards either? Like, I, I don't know. That's me. So if I'm given the choice, me, Dustin Brome, given the choice of being an MLS member Giving, given MLS access without NER membership, I would take it in a second as long as my brokerage allowed it. And a lot of brokerages don't because without MLS access, the broker, you know, the agents can't sell anything. So it's a catch-22. What's really interesting about this, this news report, Redfin has called on, Redfin is asking NAR to decouple NAR membership from MLS access with so many agents still unable to leave NAR without losing access to listing databases, lockboxes, and industry standard contracts. That's kind of important. The Redfin statement explicitly asks NAR to decouple access to these tools from NAR membership. I love this because, bam, uh, they're reporting. Vanessa Bowman, who did the article, uh, is an honest journalist. Considering the high percentage of NAR members who joined only because it was required to access the MLS, etc., removing this requirement would likely cost NAR millions of dollars in membership dues. Uh, yeah, hop on any comment section uh, or social media post that re- that references NAR membership dues, and it appears the majority of industry professionals disagree with NAR's response to this story, which says. Uh, NER's emailed statement also stated agent compensations and the requirements for agents to pay dues are considered the best value in the world. Uh, and Bam says, according to every social media post and comment section we've seen, that does not be, seem to be the case. Best, uh, what? I'm going to try to limit my ranting on this because, again, part of it's frustration. Part of it is just not understanding how you could be so incompetent as this major like they're one of the largest trade organizations in the world. One of the largest trade organizations in the world with what one and a half million members, something like that. Yeah, one and a half million members. I think it's probably a little bit less this year for sure. But over a million members. How could you be so arrogant? 
to not feel that you need to, uh, you know, justify your existence to your members. Talk every agent I talk to, I'd say 19 out of 20 agents that I talk to have no idea what NAR does except for sell our cell phone numbers to spammers. Seriously. Uh, so that's on NAR doing better. Is like, can you do better? Like if there's nothing else that you really do, uh, how do you really explain what you do? Right. It, NAR sent out a link. Where was this? Let me find it. Uh, there was a big, I was in the comment section. I did my research for this shit. I was in the comment section in a Facebook group and you know, it was Jay Thompson, formerly of Zillow. Uh, he posted a link to the 2022 year-end NER advocacy success. His, his point was kind of along the same lines. If you had any idea how much NER does for us and for property ownership rights, you know, we'd be, we'd be, you know, so happy to pay those dues. We'd be wanting to double it, right? He didn't specifically say that, but that's that's the spirit of, you know, people like him and what they say. So he sends this link. Here's everything they're doing. It's literally just a link to all the advocacy, right? Exactly. Besides advocacy, what the hell else is there? Advocacy was only $82 million from last year. Where's the rest of the money going? Um, I'm going to go back to BAM because... August 28th, they came out with a great article. How much is NAR paying its executives and independent contractors? A breakdown in compensation from 2011 through 2021. Here's interesting. Here's the big question. Uh, how much did the NAR CEO, Bob Goldberg, make uh, last year? Well, let's see. NAR expenses for 2021. In 2021, Bob Goldberg, the CEO, made $2.5 million. Okay. Okay. Um, but, but, but in 2020, Bob Goldberg made $2.4 million, but, but, but the 2.2 the year before all of this, um, 2019, $71 million was spent to the Havis marketing group to advert, to advertise realtors are awesome. Like, those commercials do nothing. Do you really think, again, this is my opinion. Do you really think there's somebody sitting there watching their football game and a realtor commercial comes on saying we're realtors and they show the little, you know, blue box deal and the fucking name tags. And they're like, Oh my God, you're right. I must hire a realtor immediately. And maybe like, maybe it helps them justify the decision they've already made. But I can't imagine somebody that's sitting there filling out their for sale by owner bullshit on Zillow sees a commercial that says realtors are great. And they're like, you know what? You're right. And they, they delete the tab. I can't imagine that happens. So that was 2019. I know that was four years ago. $71 million in one fucking year was given to Havas marketing group. Uh, let's, let's get a little bit closer. 2020. It was only 10 million, only 10 million. That's a dramatic decrease. Then 2021 Havas marketing group, $46 million, $46 million to this is why I'm frustrated. We're spending all this money, you know, 1.5 million members spending all this money and we have no fucking clue what we're getting for it. I understand the advocacy. I agree with it. I want more of it. Everything else. Why? Why? If you have an answer to that, let me know. I, I'm serious. I, my mind is not, 
I'm not so rigid in that I don't want to know the answer to that. I do want to know the answer to that. I've just, I've tried to find out the answer for 12 fucking years as an agent and I can't get a, a direct answer other than advocacy. NAR does so much advocacy. Yes, I know, but what else? <laughs> All right. So how is this, how is the landscape going to change over the next five years? I have no idea. I believe NAR, this might be the beginning of the end for them. Uh, Redfin, I believe will be the first because there are, there's so much hatred and so much frustration and anger towards NAR right now from agents that I think Redfin may actually gain agents who don't want to be a part of NAR that now see Redfin as the only way to do that. That's interesting. So who's going to be the next brokerage? Who's going to be the next uh, 1099 independent contractor brokerage? Is it going to be Keller? Is it going to be EXP or Remax or whoever the hell? You get one of these big brokerages that says, you know what? You don't need to be an NAR member anymore to be an agent with us. They're going to gain agents. It's going to become a marketing tool or a, sorry, a recruiting tool. And this is my thing with EXP. Like why, if in markets where it's not required, let's not require it. And then let's, let's try to make it not a requirement everywhere else so that agents have a choice or at least can decide where their money goes. If we just want to donate to the advocacy, we can. If we want to donate to whatever the hell else there is, they can do that too. Choices. I'm a freedom guy. I'm a fr I don't like being forced to do something, especially when that thing is, is apparently not palatable. So take that for what it's worth. But, uh, shit's going to be changing. I believe more brokerages are going to be following suit. Redfin is the first to jump in the pool. I Redfin, I applaud you. I respect you. Mad respect for making this decision. I know it's probably not an easy one. You're going to be taking arrows and shots, but, uh, in my opinion, Redfin is doing what they believe is right. Whether you agree with that or not, they are doing what they believe is right. And that I respect. Even if I disagree with that thing, I respect it. So Redfin, I applaud you. Who's next? Who's next? Really curious to hear your thoughts on this news story. What would you do if your brokerage all of a sudden said, you don't need to be a member of NAR. Would you stay? Would you keep paying dues? Or would you say, peace? I think most of us would say, see you later. But what the hell do I know? I'm just a podcaster. Appreciate you guys listening so much. See you next week. <laughs>